Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a good week, for all that we have learned today. We thank you, Lord, for all the, the powerful teaching that you have given us yesterday for all the revelations that you have poured into our hearts, that you continue to pour every day that we are connected with your word. We thank you, Father, that you are doing a new thing in our lives every single day. Enhancing our prayer life, by enhancing our word knowledge, by enhancing our understanding of your ways, granting us the grace to adapt to those ways. We thank you, Father, that you reveal more and more of yourself to you, as we keep pressing into your word and into that relationship with you. So that as we know you more, we are able to build a stronger foundation for our relationship. And based on that foundation, we are able to bear a much better witness. And that is what gives you happiness. That is where you are pleased with what we are doing, where we are going. We thank you, Father for your mercy, that you renew on us every single day, that you continue to pour grace into our lives. We thank you, Lord, that you do not judge us, but you are ever willing to give us an opportunity to rise up and you give us your spirit to be with us who convicts us all through the process. So that when he gives us recognition and realization of the darkness that is within, it is by his grace that we are able to make every effort that is needed to rise above it into light. We thank you, Father. We thank you that you have loved us with that everlasting love. And we thank you, Lord, that you call us to commune with you, to be with you in the secret place every single day. And what we transact in that secret place with you will be evidenced in the open in our public life, cannot be hidden. So we thank you, Father, for that peace and that joy that you pour into our hearts. That which only you can give. We share that invitation, we share that peace, we share that love, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere, with all those that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. We share it also with all those that we are lifting up in our place of prayer this day, Lord. And those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith to stand in that gap. Remembering all of these and lifting them up at our altar, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The one who is faithful. The one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims. The one who makes the past land a pool of water. The God who always honors his covenants. The one who is our refuge, our strong tower that we can run into in times of trouble. The one who covers our head in the day of battle. And we pray in the name of his son Jesus. The one who leads us from the front in that battle. 
the one through whom we have salvation. The one who has given us his blood covenant. And it is by that blood that has won all victories that we are able to stand strong, we are able to resist the enemy until they die and leave. We thank you, Lord, that you give us that backing for every spiritual battle that we must fight. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny, the Word Himself, the express will of the Father. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the Spirit of the Living God, the Spirit of Jesus, the scepter of the King of Kings, the hand of the Father, the Spirit of victory, the all-powerful El Shaddai, the one who has made his tabernacle within us, who gives life to our mortal body, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of light, the spirit of truth, the one who changes the times and seasons, the one who powered Jesus' ministry with all the signs and the wonders that accompanied it. He is now given to be with us and Jesus said, the things that you see me doing, you shall do those and even more because I am now going to the Father. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit and the gift of prayer to combine these through faith. Through prayer, you give us the ability to authorize you to step into our circumstances. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for blessing us with angels or destiny helpers. Blessing us with revelation through your word. We are hidden gems of your kingdom are made available and are revealed to us. We thank you, Lord, for pouring your wisdom. You said, let him who lacks ask and you shall give the full measure. Not, not grudgingly hold back. We thank you, Lord, that you give us your identity. You give us our identity in you and you give us authority. that comes from the name of Jesus. It is your plan that we should live in abundance and walk in dominion on the earth. The earth realm you have given to men, now you are looking to restore it through revival, through reformation, through renewal. We thank you, Lord for that new thing that you are doing in our lives, in our house, in our community. We thank you, Jesus. That we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, a cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We also put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy and pure will for each of these lives, Lord. Call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us. Protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. 
As we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, it shall not tarry, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it in full and on time. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue and the discernment to choose life every time we are to speak. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Today we reflect on the second part. We continue on the lessons learned from God's manner. Yesterday we saw that the Israelites grumbled in the desert. And God rained down manna where he instructed them to collect only as much as was needed for the day. And this manna rained down in the form of tiny little beads like the size of pea. So the key messages that we received there was God can bless you in small ways and many a times we tend to ignore or don't see it. So one of the first lessons for us was to have that attitude of gratitude in everything that he gives us. And the second thing was obedience to his instruction where he instructed the Israelites to only collect what they needed for the day. And if they tried to save it overnight, then it stank the next morning. So it was a test of obedience to instruction. And the third thing was about the Sabbath. He did not rain it down on the Sabbath, but he said that they could collect it the day before and this time around when they saved it for the next morning, it would not stink. It would not have maggots in it. And he didn't want them to do any kind of work on that day so that they could dedicate time to him. And that was a key question for us. Are we too busy on our Sabbath day with sports, with family entertainment, with all other kinds of activities and not making time for God? Today we continue further on that reflection where we see that when He promises a blessing, we must trust and obey Him. He promised them manna every morning. And yet, despite saying that he would rain down manna every day, they still tried to save some for the next day. And it ended up stinking. The important thing there to note was they didn't trust him to deliver. They kept going back to their old ways. We see here that there was no faith. It is good to have a mindset of saving, but not when it goes against God's instruction, where he says, don't save. We need to trust him to deliver the portion for that day on that day. That is why we pray, give us this day our daily bread. 
a portion needed for our for our physical body a portion needed for our spiritual body as well word and revelation give us this day our daily bread let tomorrow bother about itself this is what jesus said now spiritually speaking when we look at the journey of the israelites in the journey it is similar to the journey of a born again christian who has been saved from his egypt the manna that god feeds him every day is the revelation of the truth from the word of god now god has prepared to feed that revelation every day the very fact that we have our morning encounters every single day is evidence of this but for that you have to go out and collect it he rains down that man every day and says go out and collect you have to make it a point and an effort to read your bible every single day and his commitment is that till you reach the promised land of salvation he will keep raining down revelation from the word to you to help you come closer to the likeness and the image of jesus the image that he is preparing for you to enter into the kingdom that which he originally intended for you so he is taking us back to that original image now the next and the most important thing is God said put a pot of manna along with the tablets and along with Aaron's rod that budded put all these things into the ark of the covenant the covenant box the thing to note here is it was the same manna that if they stored it the next morning it would stink and yet if they saved it here it would not if it was put in that pot it would not stink and the reason god asked them to save it so that it was to be used as a remembrance for future generations now i hope you are getting what's happening here when you put the bread or the blessing in your house it could spoil but when it comes in the presence of god it would last now let's look at the same thing again when you put your bread in your house it has a limited shelf life and can't spoil but when you bring it in the presence of god in a dedicated to god it would last that's because whatever you put in god's hands he increases its life he increases its viability he increases its expiry date is that making sense when we dedicate then he steps in to give it life and longevity what are we doing more often than not complaining i don't have enough we compare our house our car our jobs our spouses everything with others 
and the grass always seems to look greener on the other side. And then we try to do it ourselves instead of putting, committing it into his hands. This is where Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 keep coming back. It says, acknowledge the Lord, Lord in all your ways and he will direct your path. So now when we look at this whole incident of Exodus chapter 16, God raining down manna and you see later that he even says he would provide meat when they said, well, this is only bread. He would even provide meat in the form of quails. And that too, to a congregation that is only used to grumbling, that is only looking back at their supposed glory days in Egypt, where they were living in slavery. This is what God does to those even who complain. He still shines his sun on them and the rain he pours down. He still feeds them with bread and meat, not for their works, but for his namesake, for who he is and for his love that is unconditional, unchangeable. But what you, you do with your manner, what he has portioned to you, that is what decides what happens next. That's where putting it in that pot becomes important. Will you be thankful for the small things that he provides? Will you obey his instruction or will you delay and complain? We're going through this entire series now with this chapter 16 in Exodus. Summing them up with those questions that are worth considering and meditating on. Am I thankful for the small things? Every little thing he gives me. Do I obey his instructions or do I delay? Or still worse, do I complain? Will I set aside dedicated time to honor God? Or will I forget him once I have received my blessing? Will I remember my Sabbath and keep it? That is his instruction for me. Or am I giving all other things a greater priority? When we say dedicating time to honor him also, am I going to read that word every day and not just read it as a storybook for the sake of ticking a box, but read it to learn more about him and his ways, to get to know him more, to receive his revelation. And then look for ways to apply that in my life so that I can enrich my Christian experience. And lastly, will I make it a practice to place things in his hand, trusting him for favor and for increase? So that then the sign and the wonder that I receive, that can be a remembrance of future generations to come. That God is faithful.
Father, as we reflect on all of these questions, I ask for that edification in our spirits, Lord, where when you reveal to us the true current situation of our hearts, we receive that grace to step into, to offer ourselves to be molded, offer ourselves in surrender to you, to be molded that we might step into the form that you would have us take in order to bring us a step closer each day to the image and likeness of Jesus, to living by your word, to living in your will, knowing that that way we live in abundance through the revelation in your word, become closer to the dominion that you have portioned for us. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. For all families that are facing division and separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of all kinds of compulsive behaviors, but more important among them are busyness, prayerlessness, Lord. Ignorance of your ways that keep your people in subjection, that keep them in darkness. Away from your light. And poverty that seeks to keep your people in slavery, so that they will only serve mammon and they cannot serve God. We pray, Lord, for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. That every yoke of the enemy, every chain that seeks to keep your people in subjection, especially that keeping them away from their salvation, let it be broken now in the name of Jesus. Let our eyes be opened to your truth. That out of our own free wills, we heed to your call. And become to you. Knowing that when we take that step in faith to come to you. Then you come running to us. All the way out to us to welcome us. Put that robe of righteousness. The ring of your authority. And the honor. Sandals on our feet. Father we thank you that you have heard us. That you always hear us. As we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> 
We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Matthew 6, verses 30 to 33, quoted from the ESV, where it is written, But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? 
for the Gentiles seek after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have another scripture that has been shared as well. That is from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Quoted from the NIV where it is written. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. Directly connected with that previous scripture from Matthew 6, verse 33. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's daily reflections, our daily rosary and divine mercy sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teachings, please share links, share recordings with friends and family. Invite them to come and join us. Recordings are available on our YouTube page, on our Spotify podcast page, and also posted on Facebook. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Russell.